0: We've convinced our friend Jeff Wagner, who has one day left, to stick around to reminisce with us this afternoon. Jeff, thank you so much. One day? Wow. I I can't believe it. Can you believe that? One day. It's starting
1: to become real. You know, it, it's actually, I've been kind of doing this mental countdown and all, but now it's, it's starting to become real. One so, more show. So what do you do tomorrow? Do you just do like a full three-hour pop culture corner and just let it rip? Oh, no, no. We don't mail it in. But but actually, there are going to be would. some segments. <laughs> <You would>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do? No, um, there's there's actually, we're a number of, of friends are coming down to the studio, and we're going to do a couple segments because they really do exist. Because one of the things that's happened over 25 years, and I always tell people, friends and, and family and stuff, you could end up as a character on the show, and so and 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 also and I also give them warning that I you know it's what I call barring Jimmy buffett's line they're semi true stories you know um you know there's some stuff I make up, there's some stuff I forget, but so these are some of friends are going to come down, I'm going to introduce them saying, okay, did, you know you, you this is this character that I've talked about and all this
0: i, I know you've had an incredible run here are there a moment? is there a moment or two or a guest or two or something that jumps out in your mind as is- something you'll remember for a really 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 long time that was special.
1: Well, 911. I mean 9 911 because I mean that was that was just something that it was such such a combined sort of thing and you know it it, it was The community really kind of came together, and that was—I mean, keep in mind, nine eleven. Nobody knew what was going on, and so you—you the information was coming out, and then of course you had the lockdowns, and you know that that whole story went on for a month or two, and I think you know informed a lot of our thinking for the better part of a year. So you know, nine eleven was that local issues. um, We talk about the Milwaukee County pension scandal. That was really where I think. Um, local talk radio kind of came of age because you know we were talking about it on the radio, and then next thing you know, you've got these groups that are mobilized. So I, that it was a, that was the golden. I you know I was so blessed to do this and what I consider to be kind of like the golden age of talk radio. And you were kind of on the back end of the whole Miller Park controversy. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? I think you started shortly after that construction was on its way. Right, I, I remember the crane collapse. Yeah, you know, sure. I mean, remember when we had the crane yep. collapse in, in the after that afternoon when that happened, and so yeah, I mean there were so many different events. I I was really lucky, John and Greg, because when when I because okay, so I started. Here in 1998, and you look at some of the events that happened so so quickly. Like I said, you had the Milwaukee County pension scandal, not in particular order. You had 9/11. You had the Bush Gore election of 2000. Remember where we didn't know who the president was for a couple months, and the hanging chads and, and all that. So you had that, and then you had the war in Iraq. But in that this period of like three or four years, you had all these kind of transformative sort of issues that helped me find an audience and. Thank you all for staying
0: with me for all those years. Jeff, you talk a lot of politics on your show, and we have a lot of political guests on our show. It's so polarizing. It's so partisan now. We've had periods like this in the history of our country. How do we get past this when you reflect on, and you talk about politics almost every day, where we are today?
1: Well, I I think things are—I don't think we're going to get over it in short term. Um, You know, look, polarization is nothing new. and I mean, I I, I really saw that for the first time— it's it started in my mind you know you had the Clinton lewinsky stuff and and then then you had the the George Bush and the, the Al Gore thing and 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 of course Trump has made it worse one way or the other and and I say this all the time when I do interviews one of the frustrating things to me is there's no nuance anymore guys it's just if it's your guy okay he can do no wrong if it's not your guy he's the antichrist and deserves to be, you know, walked off. And, and that's, and look, life isn't like that. I mean, you, you you can look at Joe Biden and you can say, okay, I agree with him on some things. and I disagree with him on others. And the same thing is true with Trump, but we're, we're just so, so riveted into these different camps. And I find it frustrating to do a show on a daily basis. I've said this for the last few years, it wears you out because sometimes people don't want to listen to They don't want to listen to reason and say, oh, if Obama did that, I would have agreed with it. But because it's Trump, I don't, or vice versa. Frustrating. Who are the people that helped you the most? Because you came in from a different walk of life. You kind of filled in a little bit, and then it became a thing. Jeff, on the radio every day, you said at your party last night, which was a lot of fun at the St. Kate, that uh, the first couple of years felt like work. Like it was a, kind of a struggle trying to find your footing. Well, no, I, I've always – I've given a lot of credit to our, our my first general manager, you know, John Schweitzer, who I, I always say thanks for hiring me and thanks for not firing me in the first couple of years because you tried to find an audience. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, my first program director, Rick Belcher, I got great advice, and, and people were willing to stick with me. They liked what I was doing. Um, I, I just – I always take my hat off to Charlie Sykes because we – work in an industry where lots of big egos and everybody... In it, everybody who does what I do seems to think that everybody else is out to get their job. That that's just kind of the nature of this. And and Charlie was so embracing. You know, when I started part time, he had me as a guest on his TV show. Um, I I ended up being the fill in host on that Sunday show. He he could not have been. And I I don't think I consider Charlie a mentor, but he really helped promote me, and I've always been grateful of that. And I I mean I've been grateful for the different people I've worked with. You know, I Gordon. Hinkley. my God, what a radio legend! Yeah. And and Gordon, Gordon could have said, "Who's this, this this lawyer kid that they're bringing in and stuff?" And Gordon was went out of his way to be incredibly wonderful as well. And John Green too. I mean, all these these radio legends were just super. Can I tell you a Jim Irwin story quick? Yeah, please. Okay, all right. So you know, Jim Irwin, radio legend stuff. Okay, well, before I came to TMJ, I, you know, I was I was up the dial, you know, doing a fill in. <laughs> and toward the, towards the end, I, I used to occasionally make fun of Jim Irwin and Max McGee because I understand they're legends. But at the end, okay, I I, I used to listen to the Packer football games. So I would play golf on Sunday, and we'd be driving back, and and the two of them. I think they'd forget they were on radio. I'd hear, oh, there's a pass. Did you see that? And I'm yelling in the car going, no, I didn't see it. It's radio. And so I would do that bit when I was on there. So then I come to work here, and there's Jim Irwin. First thing Jim Irwin does is he comes up to me and says, been listening to you up the dial <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny and, he's, and
0: i said oh and, then, and he said it's
1: all max's fault
0: <laughs> and so god bless him he's great hey i want to thank you because you and i at the old radio city sat next to each other yep. and i came in as a young guy from tv and there's a lot of big egos in our business and a lot of big egos in the tv business and i think a lot of people didn't like that the tv guy was coming into the building and i didn't know anything about radio no. And you were kind to me, you were generous, you gave me good advice always, and you always were available and took the time. And not everybody in the building did that. And I owe you a lot. At the beginning, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and you were always there as a steady influence on me, and I appreciate that.
1: That's very kind of you, and and it was a pleasure to sit next to you, because the guy... Who sat next to you before that um, was a character. Let me just put it like that. So, so I, I we're not going to name names here, but I'd be like trying to work and prepare the show, and you, you couldn't, you didn't want to, you didn't want to eavesdrop. But I mean, when people are screaming into the phone about this or that or the other yeah. thing, and I'm going, my gosh, this, you want to talk about life being as messy as a day old sticky bun? This is what this guy's life is. It's a rather loud individual, too. All right, we're yeah, not going yeah, name to name names. So you are a pleasure, John, and I, I've just for both of you. I said this to Greg earlier. It has been. I've I really enjoyed working with you guys, of course, but seeing how your careers have, have developed—you, John, making the transition—and and you, Greg, moving from you know starting out as a as a producer. Did you start? You were part time in the beginning, weren't you? Part time for ten years, <laughs> you know, part time producer, and, and then all the different roles that that you've played. And you know, it's just been a pleasure to work with you, but also to see you guys develop in your careers. And I I have no doubt that. There's great things ahead for you
0: guys. Jeff Wagner, you could check him out tomorrow from noon to three on WTMJ. We appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you.